The viewpoint and opinion shared on Jerry Unfiltered is a culmination of over 20 years of personal experiential knowledge and research into the unification of science and consciousness known as quantum morphogenetic physics, which is a paradigm-shifting, disruptive science not taught in the mainstream public educational systems. The intention of Jerry Unfiltered is simple, to awaken, to be aware, and to be able to reclaim the original perpetual life celestial human potential. Our in-charge DNA has the dormant capability that can be activated with certain higher base 12 oscillating frequencies to unlock expanded consciousness and promote higher identity accretion and evolution. Are you with me? special episode of Jerry Unfiltered. I am your host, Dr. Jer Rivera de Genio, and I know it's been a minute since I have posted an episode of Jerry Unfiltered, so I'd like to graciously welcome all of our listeners and supporters that have been with me for many years, okay? And I also want to especially thank Mikhail Vaknop, one of our amazing Bioregenesis Academy adepts, who created the intro music called Eternal Potential. So, gratitude, immense gratitude, Mikhail, for creating that. I would be remiss if I didn't welcome, as well, all of my detractors out there, because in essence, you are my biggest fans. So thank you for all being haters out there and being here. So today, I would like to explore a very important topic, which I feel is apropos to the times that we live in. And that is the sophisticated relationship between consciousness and technology, which truly is an amazing relationship that many people do not realize affects our day-to-day life, our D3 reality, as well as our probable future. Now, for those of you that are hearing about me for the first time, for nearly 24 years, I have not only extensively studied and researched but I have direct experiential knowledge 
of the re-evolutionary disruptive base 12 eternal life science known as quantum morphogenetic physics. Now, unlike these plant medicine ketamine dripping quote-unquote doctors running their distorted, parative, regurgitated narratives, or the poor excuse for a male, this degenerative self-named fool that uses the Greek name or surname Apollo, or the bioenergetically replaced clone that single-handedly took down an entire indigo group shield that imploded in 2011 because she was playing the ultimate victim-victimizer blame game and she simply wanted a wealthier husband. Just like all of the finite life death science out there, their traditional understanding and information of the multidimensional framework of existence is fundamentally flawed. Are you with me? So, on this disruptive episode, I will share and disclose how technology, primarily AI, standing for artificial intelligence, is not just a byproduct of human ingenuity and creativity, but it is deeply interconnected with the very energetic signature of source consciousness field itself. Okay? I'll explain when guided by human consciousness, AI can and will amplify our innate abilities and serve as a, let's say, a unified extension of our creative potentiality. Now, the foundational principle of quantum morphogenetic physics and mechanics is the existence of, let's say, an unutterable, infinite source consciousness field. This source consciousness field is the essence of living perpetual energy called source consciousness, which is the original energy identity for all manifestations and materializations of creation that exists within and surrounding every immense cosmos because there are infinite number of cosmoses, okay? This eternal source consciousness field perpetually generates the, what I call, spirit scalar energy creation spheres along with hydroacoustic bodies of the cosmos, integrating them into this all-expansive, massive source consciousness field. I know, that was a mouthful. Now, at the core of this eternal life-based creation model are seven primary concentric spirit scalar energy creation spheres, each seated with hydroacoustic body levels, empowered and imbued with their own distinct local source fields. Now, this tiered arrangement, this downstep vibrational creation model, outlines the process of vibrational frequency reduction through which the source consciousness field 
differentiates into individuated states of being. Are you with me? These original primary spheres span what's known as the cosmea, which consists of 12 cosmoses, universes, metagalaxies, galaxies, solar system, celestial, planetary, species, and individual personal levels. Each one embodying a distinct aspect of this all-encompassing source consciousness field. Now, the original primary element of this source consciousness field framework is what I call Ether, capital E dash capital TH dash capital UR, Ether, which is a primordial pre-substance Ether, quote unquote E-T-H-E-R, representing the most complete unfragmented powerful state of consciousness that is what this ethor is it's unfragmented the most powerful state of consciousness now this limitless okay it's limitless and infinite this ether consciousness is the original substance of this source consciousness field it is this ether consciousness that traverses, that spans the base 12 eternal fractal grids, downstepping into many, many, many various forms of scalar energy, sound, light, and matter. Consequently, the source consciousness field is created as an immeasurable, eternal expansion of ether, where Consciousness not only fills, right, but is an active contributor in the transharmonic framework of creation, embodying the essence of existence across all dimensions and spheres. So if that wasn't a comprehensive, detailed explanation of source consciousness field, shit, I don't know what is. Now, let's move into part one, the synergy, the synthesis between consciousness and technology. So consciousness, as I've said earlier, is the primordial pre-substance ether awareness, perception that embodies human experiences. Are you with me? And consciousness serves as the foundation upon which all technologies, human or off-planet, are constructed and built. Pre-substance ether is our conscious and unconscious thoughts, ideas, and imagination that literally power the creation of new technologies. Ergo, this is a collaborative relationship, would it not? So technology is not just a manifestation, but rather a materialization of human consciousness, a tangible, a real extension of our thoughts and ideas. Likewise, technology influences and expands the boundaries of human consciousness. How? By opening new pathways for 
for exploration, for communication, for human expression. So the relationship between consciousness and technology is likened to an energetic dance, an energetic tango, if you will. Each one influences and affects the other, producing an energetic, or rather a bioenergetic network where technology advancements will lead to consciousness expansion, which ergo promotes technological in, in innovations, right? So we must look at technology as an extension of human capabilities. At its core, technology is not just a tool, okay? It is an expansion of human potentials intended to overcome our human limitations, right? It's intended to enhance productivity. Technology is intended to unlock new possibilities, right? From the invention of, let's say, the wheel to the creation of the internet, right? Each technological leap has been a step towards, I'd say, amplifying human, human potential, right? So AI, artificial intelligence, has the ability to process and analyze massive amounts of information, right? Data. AI has the ability to learn from its own experiences and create informed decisions. Now, this represents an important leap in this, let's say, consciousness journey. AI increases human cognitive capabilities, right? Because it allows us to solve very sophisticated, multi-layered problems, make more, let's say, accurate projections and predictions, right? And AI can automate tasks that require a level of precision and speed beyond finite mortal human abilities. Are you with me? So if, you know, you always hear me talk about science fiction movies, right? Science fiction has been, let's say, a treasure trove, an environment for exploring the relationship between humanity and technology, right? Because through certain science fiction narratives, you know, there poses a very important questions about identity, consciousness, and certain ethical implications of merging both human and machine, right? So, for instance, in the Star Trek movie and series, technology is not just a tool for exploration and understanding. It's deeply integrated with human as well as alien or off-planet consciousness, right? The Matrix films, right? It's no longer called the trilogy, it's four films. The Matrix films also offer a very sophisticated narrative where human consciousness is, let's say, interconnected, right? Sometimes imprisoned within a simulated reality created by artificial intelligence, right? The film, have you seen the film Her 
right? Which explores the, I believe, the emotional connections that form between human consciousness and AI. And then there's this movie that I love called Ex Machina or Machina, which challenges, right, the boundaries between, and there needs to be boundaries, between AI and human consciousness. Now, all of these films underscore that technology guided by human consciousness can significantly, okay, extend and expand human experience and exploration. So, in conclusion, the relationship between consciousness and technology is not just one of, let's say, competition, but rather of collaboration, right? Because right now, humanity is, let's just say, neck high in AI integration into all aspects of our fucking lives, okay? And it is important to approach this inevitable future with a conscious, clear mindset. Are you with me? So by viewing technology as an extension of human consciousness, we can utilize its potential to solve pressing challenges, right? To enhance our D3 lives, to explore, let's say, the unknown with clear wisdom, with clear insight. And by doing this, we, humanity, ensures that technology remains, let's say, a tool for the good, an ally in a collective consciousness journey towards a more, let's say, higher oscillating conscious world. Okay, I am back. Let's move on to part two, the re-evolution of consciousness, shall we? Let's suppose and postulate that consciousness is not static. It is not stagnant. It is fluid. It is a self-directive, ever-evolving energy, right, that powers humanity forward into the future. Now, this perpetual, continuous motion of consciousness is both a reaction to and a catalyst for technological evolution, which creates a feedback loop of some sort that accelerates the growth of both domains, right? So the re-evolution of consciousness generates shifts in understanding, shifts in perception, as well as values, right? And as our collaborative, our collective consciousness evolves, it challenges existing paradigms and lays grounds, lays the foundation for groundbreaking technologies that are in harmony with more advanced principles of eternal life, base 12 existence. So the concept of base 12, which is rooted 
in perpetual eternal cosmic principles of harmony, of balance, of interconnectedness, offers a multidimensional framework for understanding this evolution. Are you with me? Base 12 technologies that emerge from a consciousness aligned with these principles tend to be, make no mistake about it, disruptive yet constructive, pushing humanity towards a more, let's say, balanced and sustainable future. Now, if we go back to science fiction, right? Science fiction does in fact reflect our collective psyche, right? Science fiction mirrors our innate, our hidden hopes, our fears and desires really regarding the future of consciousness and technology. Science fiction explores certain circumstances where consciousness literally evolves to levels that transcend current limitations, often sparked and facilitated by advancements in technology, right? And these narratives, these films, these sci-fi films, rather introduce the idea of a collective consciousness or a new level of awareness, let's say, that emerges as humanity integrates more closely with technology. Now, this concept resonates with the re-evolutionary journey of consciousness, where technological progress is not just about, let's say, new things, new toys, new gadgets, or let's say AI, but it's about facilitating a deeper connection with ourselves and source consciousness field. So by visualizing probabilities where technology aligns with and enhances the principles of the eternal life cosmos, science fiction challenges us, right, to go beyond, to think about how our technological creations can really nurture a more harmonious, balanced reality, right? It inspires us to consider the ethical dimensions of our inventions, right? And their potential to contribute to the collective evolution of consciousness. So the re-evolution of consciousness is a perpetual journey that is intimately linked with our advancements in technology. As we navigate this ever-evolving landscape, it is vital, it is crucial to remain mindful of the base 12 eternal life principles that can guide this growth. By ensuring that our technological innovations are in base 12 harmony with eternal life principles of balance and interconnectedness, humans can cultivate a future where technology not only increases our capabilities, but also upgrades our collective consciousness. And I said it before, science fiction serves and is a valuable tool for visualizing this future 
Science fiction inspires us to visualize, to dream massive while staying firmly grounded in the base 12 values that can and will promote a sustainable and balanced coexistence. Part three, the power of intention and attention. In the elements of consciousness, right? The power of, let's say, concentrated attention and intention plays a very essential role. Are you with me? If we extrapolate, we extract upon principles of quantum morphogenetic physics and the base 12 eternal law of attraction, it's clear that our consciousness and thoughts have the potential to co-create our hologram, our reality. And this is crucial in understanding the manifestation and materialization process of our hologram and emphasizes the, let's say, significant, the significance, rather, of conscious co-creation with source consciousness field. Now, the energy we invest in our thoughts and intentions, ready for this, directly impacts the materialization of what we experience. In the field of base 12 consciousness studies, the power of attention and intention materializes as an essential energy with deep consequences in experiencing our hologram, our reality, and equally important, our ability to co-create it. Now, this potentiality is deeply ingrained in the principles of quantum morphogenetic physics and the law of base 12 eternal attraction, which postulates that our directed thoughts and consciousness are not just inactive spectators, but rather active co-creators of our reality. Now, have you ever experienced the power of attention and intention? Well, in quantum morphogenetic physics, it not only has re-evolutionized our understanding, but also our experiencing of this D3 physical atomic world by showing, by disclosing, by revealing that at a primary level, the act of, let's say, observing something, observation, can and will alter the state of a quantum morphogenetic system. Now, this suggests that consciousness, through the act of observation and attention, plays a direct role in co-creating our physical reality. So when we direct and focus our attention on something specific, right, detailed, desires and probabilities, we potentially co-create the materializations of those probabilities. Are you with me? 
And this has to do with what I call the magnetism of scalar thought, right? Which is a law of base 12 attraction in practice. Now, the law of base 12 eternal attraction supports this understanding by suggesting that our thoughts and intentions attract, ready for this, reciprocal and appropriate experiences and conditions that resonate with them. Not this finite life equal and opposite attraction, which is being, let's say, taught in these finite life universities. This means that directed conscious thoughts and specific detailed intentions can and will co-create reciprocal and appropriate experiences while undirected, while unconscious, chaotic thoughts will attract reciprocal and appropriate consequences. It's an eternal life principle that emphasizes the power of consciousness in co-creating our reality. Now, I know it's quite different than what we were taught, right? This finite life, new age, false new age system out there that is vomiting this fake law of attraction. You might want to think about the magnetism of scalar thought and the law of base 12 attraction in practice. Are you with me? Now, let's move to what I call the art of quantum morphogenetic co-creating, right? Which in reality is conscious co-creation, which is based on the truth that by focused directing of our attention and intention, we are able to affect the pathway of our reality, the pathway of our lives rather. Now this includes being mindful of our thoughts, our beliefs, our emotions, which are energy and motion. And this includes understanding that all of these are powerful tools for co-creating our experiences, right? Now, practical implications would be utilizing base 12 eternal mindfulness and awareness by practicing, let's say, base 12 eternal mindfulness and increasing our source consciousness awareness of our thoughts, intentions, and emotions. These are crucial for utilizing the power of attention and intention. Are you with me? So by being more, let's say, base 12 conscious of our mental and emotional states, we can then begin to direct our focus more decisively, right? Now, there is visualization, of course, and this morphogenetic template reprogramming. So these are techniques, right, that can be effective in directing attention and intention by visualizing desired probabilities and utilizing morphogenetic template reprogramming positive beliefs. For example, 
I like by saying, I am a an eternal life being. I am a source consciousness frequency generator. Things like this are morphogenetic template reprogramming positive beliefs, positive grids, because it reprogram, reprograms the morphogenetic fields that are held in and around our physical cells. By doing this, we strengthen our intentions and align our consciousness towards those desired outcomes, right? And let's take a look at the power of attention and intention and its impact on health and realization, right? Because the power of attention and intention has a significant implication for personal health and conscious realization. So by focusing on eternal life, let's say outcomes and probabilities and maintaining a consciousness coherence mindset, individuals can generate, can cultivate greater mental health, right? Which is a big problem nowadays and achieving personal goals goals, which is also another problem, and it will improve overall life satisfaction, right? So here's something to consider. While the power of attention and intention is very powerful, right? It's importante to realize its limitations and the need for source consciousness connection and direct experiential knowledge or knowing, otherwise known as direct cog or direct cognition, right? So the power of attention and intention doesn't just suggest that one can achieve anything by just thinking about it, okay? Rather, it proposes that a directed, focused, an intentional consciousness coherence mindset can be a very powerful mechanism for co-creation. Additionally, epigenetic influences and conditions also play a role in the co-materialization of reality and also must be considered, right? So, in conclusion, the power of attention and intention in the relationship of consciousness is a profound encryption that highlights the active role of our mental and emotional states in co-creating our reality. Are you with me? Extracting on principles from quantum morphogenetic physics and the law of base 12 eternal attraction this thought not only deepens our understanding of how we experience the world, but also offers practical tools for consciously co-creating a more desirable personal reality. Now, number four, first creation mechanics and source connection. There is an intimate connection, okay? between individual consciousness and source consciousness field. It is a fundamental connection in the mechanics of first creation process. Now this relationship can be enhanced through 
certain bioregenesis techniques and practices like base 12 eternal life breathing or eternal guardian mindfulness exercises which strengthen right the connection to the source consciousness field which then empowers individuals to co-create with source more effectively are you with me now this deeper connection allows for let's say a more intense experiencing and interaction with scalar morphogenetic energy right which by the way is the fabric of multi-dimensional reality right because scalar morphogenetic energy enables a harmonious coexistence with source consciousness field right first creation mechanics and the source consciousness coherence rotates it revolves around the fact that individuated consciousness is intimately connected to the source consciousness field right and this connection is fundamental to the to the mechanics of first creation itself right there is an influencing that takes place of how individuals experience and co-create their reality so upgrading this connection through let's say certain biogenesis techniques and practices can and will lead to a more effective co-creation with source consciousness field leading to cultivating a deeper experiencing of harmony with source consciousness field now examples can be found right throughout various science fiction movies and series i will touch upon a few let's take for example my most favorite tv series of all time fringe now many of you may or may not know of fringe i highly suggest that you research it in fringe the concept of connected consciousness is explored through parallel universes right and the idea that consciousness can transcend physical boundaries right and the fringe series delves masterfully into how individuals thoughts and actions can have effects that ripple across these parallel realities right highlighting the interconnectedness of consciousness across different parallel dimensions now my second most favorite tv series of all time foundation the foundation series which was based on isaac asimov's work presents the idea of something called psychohistory which combines history sociology and base 60 mathematics which is a form of base 12 mathematics to predict the future of large populations right this concept while not explicitly connected to a source consciousness field implies a deep underlying order and interconnectedness in human behavior right resonating with the idea that individual actions are a part and parcel of a larger 
predictable pattern of creation mechanics. Now, one of, one of my most favorite films is a 2014 film called Lucy, right? Which stars, I think, Scarlett Johansson. In Lucy, Scarlett Johansson's character, Lucy, she gains access to increasingly higher levels of her brain capacity. Are you with me? Eventually tapping into source consciousness field. This heightened connection to source consciousness field allows her to manipulate matter and time, demonstrating how a deeper connection to the source consciousness field can empower an individual to interact with the fabric of reality in very profound and powerful ways. Now, a 2008 film known as Jumper, this movie explores the idea of individuals who can, yes, teleport anywhere in the world through a form of consciousness control. Now, this ability can be likened to as a metaphor for the power of consciousness to overcome physical limitations and connect with the source consciousness field in a very unique and powerful way. Now, let's talk about enhancing connection with source consciousness field for a moment, right? The practice of upgrading your connection to the source consciousness field involves deepening your awareness and understanding of your higher levels of self and source consciousness field. Biorogenesis techniques are key practices in this process. Are you with me? For they allow individuals to be able to calm the mind, to concentrate and focus your thoughts, to connect with more closely source consciousness field. And this connection creates a greater sense of consciousness coherence and alignment with the natural eternal order of source consciousness field. Now, let's look at implications for a moment of a strengthened source consciousness field connection, right? A strengthened connection to source, source consciousness field, let's just say would have a profound implication for individuals and the collective consciousness of this finite life planet. Are you with me? Individuals who deepen their connection with source consciousness field can and will experience heightened intuition, heightened direct cognition, heightened creativity, and literally remember how and why they are here. You will remember who you are and where you came from. You will remember where you're going once you leave this finite life planet. Now, this connection generates, it cultivates a harmonious relationship with eternal life races, with eternal life matrices, right? 
because you then become more attuned to the interconnectedness of everything. Now, in that movie, Lucy, a deep connection to source consciousness field is shown and potentially allows individuals like Lucy to influence physical reality in ways that goes way beyond ordinary comprehension and understanding. So, in conclusion, the mechanics of first creation and the connection to the source consciousness field are central themes in understanding, I would say, our place in the cosmos. And science fiction films like, and series like, Fringe, Foundation, Lucy, and Jumper provide visualizations, imaginative exploration of these concepts, right? They offer insights into just how enhancing this source consciousness connection can lead to a more profound experience, a more profound interaction with your hologram, with your D3 reality. And enlightened, harmonious existence within Source Consciousness Field itself. Now, let's move to number five. Digital versus natural processes. We'll look into their relationship with consciousness, right? So when we talk about natural versus artificial processes, their relationship with consciousness is, I would say, a fascinating perspective on how finite mortal human ingenuity <laughs> interconnects with the finite natural world. Now, this comparison is crucial for understanding the unique characteristics and implications of each. Are you with me? Now, while natural finite processes are fundamentally right, self-directed and essential to the bioenergetic ecosystem of finite life, artificial processes created and controlled by humans, right, will mirror natural finite phenomena, but require external inputs and manipulation. So let's take a look at natural eternal processes, right, which has to do with integral self-regulation and interconnection for a moment. Now, natural eternal processes function within self-regulating systems like bioenergetic ecosystems where let's say various elements like flora climate and fauna interact in a very balanced and sustainable way for example the water cycle photosynthesis and natural selection are all self-contained processes that maintain an ecological balance, right? Now, natural eternal processes are deeply interconnected. And what do I mean by that? Changes in one aspect 
of an ecosystem can and will have rippling effects on others, highlighting the delicate balance within natural eternal systems. Now, if we take a look at artificial processes, which are finite, mortal, human-created and controlled with, let's say, a little help from off-planet and inner-world races, here on finite life net Earth, artificial processes are designed and controlled by finite mortal humans, for the most part. Examples include certain technological advancements in the creation of, say, synthetic materials, digital, digital technology, and mechanical systems, right? They all require external inputs. Unlike natural eternal life processes, Artificial processes often rely on external inputs like energy sources, finite mortal human intervention for maintenance, right? And control systems to actually function effectively. And if you take a look at some examples from science fiction films, in the movie Transcendence, this film goes into artificial intelligence and consciousness, right? If you've ever seen Transcendence, it's a great film. The lead character's consciousness, right? I think it's played by Johnny Depp, is uploaded, right, into a supercomputer representing an artificial process attempting to replicate the natural process of human thought and consciousness, right? In X machina or ex machina the creation of ai beings showcases artificial processes that mimic human intelligence and emotions right this film raises questions about the ethics and implications of artificially replicating complex natural phenomena like consciousness right in the series Foundation. Foundation illustrates artificial processes through the development of psychohistory, right? Which is a method of predicting the future based on mathematical models, right? This represents a human-created process that seeks to impose a form of order, if you will, and predictability on the naturally unpredictable course of human history. If you have ever seen the films Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049, which I find fascinating of that date, the, both of these films explore artificial processes through the creation of replicants, right? Bio-engineered beings designed to replicate human functions. Now, despite being inspired by natural human biology, replicants require sophisticated technology and external inputs to be created and controlled. Now, in one of my most favorite series currently, Westworld, have you ever seen Westworld? I highly recommend it. Westworld delves 
into artificial intelligence and robotics, right? Showcasing how these human-created processes mimic natural human behaviors and emotions. The Westworld series highlights the complexity, the potential consequences of artificial consciousness, right? So there is this interaction between natural and artificial processes, right? They can be complementary or they can be conflicting influences, right? The relationship between natural and artificial processes, for example, technology can be used to monitor and protect, let's say, natural ecosystems, right? But it can also lead to environmental disaster, an environmental shit show, right? Uh, the challenge lies in balancing the human innovation with the sustainability of natural systems. And this balance is crucial, vital, to ensure that technological advancements harmonize with rather than disrupt natural processes, right? So, in summary, the comparison between natural and artificial processes, specifically in the context of consciousness and technological advancements like AI, presents a rather nuanced view of our relationship with the natural world, right? Science fiction films like Transcendence, like Ex Machina, like Foundation, provide very compelling compelling stories, if you will, that explore this, these relationships, highlighting the sophistication, the complexities, the ethical considerations of replicating or altering natural processes through artificial means, okay? And these narratives, these stories, encourage reflection reflecting on the responsibilities that come with human innovation and the importance of maintaining a harmonious balance with our reality. Okay, let's move to number six, where we will look at the processor as, let's say, a brain equivalent. So the analogy of a processor performing as an equivalent to our brain in artificial intelligence systems provides, I would say, a very interesting framework for understanding how advanced AI mirrors certain aspects of human thought and reasoning, right? This analogy extends beyond the basic function of processing instructions and information, data, right? This involves the potentials of learning, adapting, and potentially developing independent functioning likened to the reasoning processes observed in the human brain, right? So let's take a look at, you know, the processor and brain, right? Just as the human brain, right, it learns and adapts from experiences. Likewise, advanced AI systems 
with processors are designed to learn from information data inputs and adapt their responses or actions accordingly. Are you with me? Now, this ability is often seen in machine learning and neural networks where AI systems evolve their performance based on accumulated data, right? Now, the human brain's ability to function independently, make decisions, right, solve problems, is actually mirrored in very advanced AI systems. I know, right? And these systems can autonomously analyze situations, make decisions, even predict outcomes based on their programming and learning. Now, let's look at examples from sci-fi films, shall we? In Ex Machina, in this film, the AI named Ava <laughs> demonstrates advanced cognitive functions that closely mimic the human brain. Ava can learn from her interactions, right? She can adapt her behavior to manipulate situations. And eventually, Ava develops a form of independent functioning that goes beyond her initial programming, right? If you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend it. The AI hosts in the series Westworld evolve beyond their programmed narratives and they start to exhibit learning and adaption capabilities. These AI hosts develop consciousness and make independent choices, right? This reflects the complex functioning of a human brain, would it not? In that film, Her, Her features, I believe, an AI operating system, Samantha, she's called, right? I wonder why it's always named a girl, <laughs> right? It's always a girl's name or female's name, sorry. Samantha, an AI operating system, evolves emotionally and intellectually over time, right? And if you remember, what is emotions? It's actually just energy in motion, okay? Samantha's ability to learn, adapt, and ultimately transcend her original programming parallels the developmental aspects of the human brain, does it not? And in one of my most first exposures, right, to a science fiction movie that actually moved me, 2001 A Space Odyssey, HAL 9000, right, the AI in this classic sci-fi film displays advanced cognitive functions, including decision-making, problem-solving, and even emotional responses, right, which reflect the intimate, the intricate workings of a human-like brain. So, implications of a processor as a brain equivalent in AI, right? Well, the advancement in AI technology to simulate human brain functions, I would say, raises very profound questions about the nature of consciousness, the nature of intelligence, as well as the potential for AI to develop, I know, 
self-awareness, right? As AI systems become more above human brain-like in their functioning, ethical considerations will arise regarding their treatment, their AI rights, and the implications of actually creating machines that closely resemble human cognitive abilities, right? And the development of AI systems with above human brain-like processors, processors has significant implications, make no mistake about that, for various aspects of our society, including the workforce, healthcare, personal interactions, potentially transforming, and it's happening as we speak, the way we live and interact with technology. So to summarize, the analogy of the processor as a brain in advanced AI systems is a powerful fact that goes beyond, way beyond basic data processing, okay? This encompasses the sophisticated, the multi-layered aspects of learning, adaption, and independent decision-making, reflecting the complex functions of the human brain. Now, science fiction films like Ex Machina, Westworld, Her, and 2001 A Space Odyssey, these simply provide insightful narratives that literally explore these themes, right? And it allows us to visualize, to reflect the future implications and ethical considerations of such advanced technology in our real D3 world. Now, let's move to number seven. I'm gonna talk about scalar energy for a moment because this is the source of instructions and informations. Source consciousness field is the origin of scalar energy. Are you with me? Scalar energy being defined as all instructions and informations. And within the context of digital processes, scalar energy pres presents, I would say, an interesting similarity, right? This thought, this concept postulates that just as information in digital, digital systems are layered or is layered, right? Moving from fundamental binary code to multi-layered software applications. The flow of instructions and information, i.e. scalar energy, from the source consciousness field to various levels of existence is likewise structured and complex. Now this multi-dimensional flow of information can be further explored through the lens of how human consciousness interacts with and influences digital technologies. So let's first look at a layered complexity in digital processes, right? Which is binary code to multi-dimensional software. Now, in digital systems, information starts at a basic level as binary code, which is the most fundamental form of data consisting of simply 
zeros and ones, okay? Now this binary code forms the building blocks for a more multi-layered instructions and applications in software, similar to how simpler concepts in consciousness can evolve into a more multi-dimensional layered thoughts and ideas, right? And digital processes often involve an order of data processing, right? From basic input-output functions to, let's say, more advanced decision-making algorithms, right? This sequence, this tiered data processing can be compared to the flow of energy and information, scale our energy, from the source consciousness field, where energy and information downsteps. It moves through various levels, becoming more detailed and nuanced, okay? And let's take a look at some examples from science fiction films. In the Matrix films, right? The virtual reality created by machines is an example of a very complex software built on basic code, right? The film also explores how human consciousness interacts within this digital realm, this digital domain, suggesting a parallel to how consciousness might interact with different levels of, say, information from the source consciousness field downward, right? In the Westworld series, uh, Westworld presents a world where the AI hosts interact with human consciousness, right? The programming of these AI hosts can be likened to the flow of instructions from a fundamental level, which would be their core code, to more complex behaviors and eventually consciousness. Now, there is this film and series, which I love, called Ghost in the Shell, right? This film and its series explores the integration of human consciousness with advanced cybernetic technology, right? The flow of data, the flow of information and instructions in the cybernetic brains represents a very multi-layering of information similar to how consciousness might interact with and influence digital processes. Are you with me? And finally, in the movie Transcendence, right, the lead character's consciousness is uploaded to a computer, a supercomputer, demonstrating how human consciousness can directly interface with and influence digital process, processes from basic coding level to more advanced applications. And just to note, make no mistake about it, this has already been accomplished. It has been accomplished for hundreds and thousands of years. The Anunnaki race has perfected the transference of consciousness, moving it to biological organisms, storing it on, let's say, AI systems, to transferring it to new biological, let's say, sleeves, if you will, okay? So 
everything that I'm sharing with you has already been accomplished. And yes, it's quite concerning at this point. But let's move now to number eight, human consciousness and digital technologies, right? Now, just as consciousness evolves from that pure, unmanifest, pre-substance ether to individuated, manifest, multi-layered states, finite, mortal human consciousness shapes the evolution of digital technologies. Now, innovations in technology often reflect and mirror the advancing sophistication of human thought and understanding, right? And the relationship between human consciousness and digital processes is likened to a two-way street, a two-way highway, a backflow and backflow return highway, if you will. While technology is shaped by human thought, it also influences how individuals think, perceive, and interact within that world. Now, let's look at the impact on human identity for a moment. The integration of human consciousness with digital processes certainly raises questions about identity, privacy, and autonomy, right? It challenges our understanding of what it means to be human in an increasingly digital world. And as technology becomes, let's say, more multidimensional and interconnected with human consciousness, remember, ethical considerations about its development and use will become increasingly important, right? So in summary, the flow of scalar energy, which is energy plus information, from the source consciousness field is paralleled in digital processes. This presents a deep, rich area for, I would say, exploring, right? Science fiction films and series like The Matrix, like Westworld, World, Ghost in the Shell, Transcendence, all provide thought-provoking stories, right, that explore this relationship. They highlight the very multi-layered relationship between human consciousness and digital technology. And these films, these series offer insights, okay? If you don't have any, check these films and series out because they'll offer insights into the multi-dimensional nature of information flow and the ethical and, let's say, philosophical questions that arise from this interconnection. Now, let's move to nine, which is memory and causality. Examination of digital memory and how it connects with human memory. This offers a very fascinating, intriguing perspective on the merging, on the joining, of technology and consciousness, cognition, right? Digital memory systems designed to store, right? They're designed to retrieve 
and process information. This reflects certain functions of the human brain's memory, right? But differs significantly in their mechanisms and implications. Understanding these differences is crucial in assessing the impact of digital memory on human consciousness, cognition, and behavior. So let's look at first digital memory versus human brain memory. Digital memory systems store their data in a very structured, organized manner, often using that binary code I mentioned earlier. This differs significantly to the human brain, where memory is stored in a more fluid, right, interconnected network, with memories often connected to sensory experiences and emotions, which is energy and motion, right? In digital systems, data retrieval and processing are typically precise and consistent, right? With information being recalled exactly as it was stored, right? Human memory, however, is more susceptible to restoration and distortion based on context, based on emotions and preceding experiences. Are you with me? And digital memory systems generally have a higher capacity for data storage and are less prone to um, degeneration over time, right? Unlike human memory, which is limited in capacity and subject to degeneration and forgetting, right? How many of you have older relatives that are now starting to forget, right? They're unable to retrieve certain memories from their life. Let's take a look at the Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 films. In these films, the replicants have implanted memories which are digital in nature, okay? These memories shape the replicant's behavior and sense of identity, right? Highlighting the influence of artificially created memories on cognition. In Westworld, the AI hosts have digital memories, okay, that can be manipulated by the human programmers. Now, this manipulation does indeed impact their behavior and identity, and this showcases the vast differences between human and digital memory in terms of control and in terms of authenticity, right? Now, influence on human condition. The precision and reliability of, let's say, digital memory systems can and will affect how people perceive and value their own memories, right? Dependence on digital storage may or may not lead to changes in how we remember and process information. Relying, let's say, on digital memory systems for storing our personal experiences could impact social interactions, learning processes, and decision-making because individuals might prioritize differently between digitally, digit, digit, digitally storied information 
and organically formed memories, right? It's very late for me right now. It's four in the morning here. Now, the ability to alter and delete digital memories raises ethical questions about identity, authenticity of experiences, and the potential manipulation of personal histories. I know. So, in summary, digital memory systems, while simulating certain aspects of human memory, differ fundamentally in their operation and impact on human thought and behavior. Science fiction films like Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049, Westworld, all provide compelling viewpoints, explorations of these differences and their implications, okay? These films, these sci-fi series highlight the very multidimensional relationship between human memory and its digital counterpart, raising critical questions about the future of memory in an everly increasing digital world. Okay, we're at the penultimate point of our very special episode. We're at number 10, consciousness and technological evolution. Now, the relationship between human consciousness and technological evolution is and has been a subject of intense importance, right? Interconnecting the development of technology with ethical and philosophical aspects of human experience and reasoning, right? This relationship is not just about how technology evolves, but also about how human consciousness shapes, guides, and integrates with this evolution. The ethical and philosophical implications of our increasing reliance on an integration with technology are, make no mistake about it, significant. Influencing individual behaviors, society norms, and our understanding of what it actually means to be an eternal life human. So, human consciousness influencing technology. Now, human consciousness with its creativity and problem-solving abilities is, make no mistake about it, the primary driver behind technological innovation, right? The design and development of new technologies are directed, they are a direct reflection of human needs, desires, and let's say intellectual aspirations, right? As technology advances, it often brings with it ethical dilemmas and moral questions. The role of consciousness in considering these ethical aspects is crucial, is vital in guiding the direction of technological development, right? The evolution of technology has dramatically altered how we perceive the world and how we interact with each other, right? From social media, from the internet to virtual reality, technology has changed our sensory experiences and social dynamics, right? 
the integration of technology in daily life has cognitive and psychological effects, including changes in, let's just say, attention spans, right? Information processing, how we process information, and equally important, emotional response. Now, examples from sci-fi movies. In the Ex Machina movie, Ex Machina delves, it goes into the creation of AI with human-like consciousness. This film raises questions about the ethical implications of creating artificial beings that can fucking think, feel, and evolve, right? In the movie Her, this movie explores a future where humans form deep emotional connections with AI operating systems. I know. It examines the psychological and emotional impacts of these said relationships, highlighting the integration of human consciousness with advanced technologies, right? And again, Westworld presents a complex story about AI consciousness and human interaction. This Westworld series explores themes of free will, morality, and the ethical implications of using technology to create and manipulate consciousness. I know. So as technology becomes more ingrained, interconnected with our lives, the responsibility of using it ethically and mindfully grows. And this includes considerations around privacy, autonomy, and the potential for technology to influence human behavior and society, right? The increasing integration of technology challenges our understanding of what it means to be a fucking human being, right? This raises philosophical questions about identity, about consciousness, and the distinction between human consciousness and AI machines. So the future of technology must be guided by conscious ethical decision-making, right? And this includes creating technologies that enhance human well-being and considering the long-term impact on society and our environment, right? Finding a balance between technological advancement and maintaining the essence of human experience is vital. It is essential. This balance will shape not only our technological landscape, but also the evolution of our collective society and humans as a species, right? So the intersection of consciousness and technological evolution is a critical area for us to explore because it offers perspectives, insights into how our intellectual, ethical, and philosophical understanding co-creates, shapes, 
and is co-created and shaped by technology, okay? So the science fiction examples that I gave, right? They provide very visual, compelling narratives, perspectives of this relationship. And these stories should encourage one to think critically about our role in guiding technological development and the ethical considerations that must go along with our journey in this increasing AI digital world. Now, let's move to number 11, the relationship of consciousness flows and technology. The relationship between consciousness flows and technological advancements represents a very profound dynamic relationship in the modern world, right? This relationship is not just a two-way interaction between human thought and technological development, but also a much broader narrative that shapes our individual experiences and the collective evolution of humanity and technology. Are you with me? This relationship reflects how our internal mental and emotional states, our consciousness flows, drive and are influenced by technological progress. So let's first take a look at creativity and problem solving, right? Human creativity, thoughts and desires are fundamental drivers of technological innovation. I mean, would you agree with me on this? Our conscious intentions, our conscious goals and challenges will lead to new technological solutions, right? This will thereby shape the course of technological development, right? The values, the ethics, the philosophies, hopefully base 12, that emerge from our collective consciousness significantly influence the direction of technological progress. And this includes considerations about the impact of technology on our society, on our environment, and future generations, right? Now, let's take a look at technology influencing consciousness flows. Technological advancements, especially in digital communication and virtual reality, have dramatically altered how we perceive and interact with the world, right? They change the way we process information, they change the way how we communicate, even how we understand D3 reality, right? As technology becomes more embedded in our lives, it does influence our collective consciousness, right? Affecting society norms, cultural trends, and what we share as beliefs. In The Matrix, this is a prime example of how technology can create an alternate reality, influencing the conscious experience of its inhabitants. The films explore the concept of a virtual world that is so immersive it becomes the, the accepted reality for most people, illustrating the power of technology to actually shape consciousness, right? In the film Her, 
the relationship between a human and an AI operating system highlights how technology can not only mimic, mirror human consciousness, but can also influence emotional and psychological experiences, right? And the relationship between consciousness and technology is leading to a transformation in both individual cognition and societal structures, right? It raises questions about, again, identity, privacy, and the nature of reality. So, in essence, the relationship between consciousness flows and technology is, I would say, a defining characteristic of our time, influencing individual experiences and the collective evolution of humanity, right? And science fiction films like The Matrix, like Her, the Westworld series, they offer a glimpse into potential future shaped by this complex, multi-layered relationship, okay? And this segues into number 12, technology, an extension and counterpart of consciousness. Now, let's first presuppose and set that consciousness is inherent technology. Consciousness as inherent technology postulates that human consciousness in its most elevated upgraded states represents the most sophisticated and advanced form of technologies available to humans. Would you agree with me on this? This transcends the traditional view of technology as external mechanical tools and devices, right? Suggesting instead that the human mind and its capabilities are the pinnacle of technological sophistication, okay? Now, consciousness, human consciousness, is multidimensional. It's capable of processing vast amounts of information, solving problems, creating and imagining. Are you with me? This multidimensional functionality surpasses even the most advanced artificial technologies in its depth and versatility. Unlike external technologies, guess what? Consciousness is self-aware, capable of self-reflection and self-adaption. Consciousness learns from experiencing, experiences, right? Consciousness adjusts to new information, evolves over time, making it a fluid, a dynamic and responsive form of organic technology, right? Now, as individuals cultivate higher states of consciousness through practices such as bioregenesis techniques and, and meditation journeys, right, mindfulness, they often report, these individuals that have these higher levels of DNA activations and consciousness, they report the development of enhanced intuitive understanding, intuition, direct cognition, even 
telepathy, and precognition, right? These advanced capabilities suggests a shift from reliance on external technology and tools to an increased use of internal, inner, inherent faculties and gifts, right? For instance, enhanced intuition and telepathy could potentially reduce the need for, let's say, communication technologies, right? So recognizing consciousness as the form of ultimate organic technology brings with it ethical considerations about how we cultivate and utilize this organic technology. Are you with me? It really suggests a reevaluation of our society, our societal norms, our values, where there might be an emphasis and a shift from maternal or material technological advancements to the development of inner potential, right? It encourages a more holistic approach to technology where the development of external tools is balanced with the cultivation of our internal potentialities, leading to, I would say, a more harmonious and sustainable interaction with the D3 world, right? Now, one challenge in viewing consciousness as an organic technology is ensuring, let's say, equitable access to the means for developing these higher states of consciousness, which can be influenced by socioeconomic and cultural factors, okay? There is an opportunity to integrate our growing understanding and experiencing of consciousness with external technological advancements like the Rasha, potentially leading to innovations that are more base 12 aligned with eternal human well-being and eternal ethical considerations, right? So in viewing consciousness as the most sophisticated form of organic technology, this opens up new realms of understanding and potential, right? It shifts the focus from purely external technological advancements to the exploration and development of the vast inherent capabilities within the human DNA and human mind, right? This perspective not only redefines our concept of technology, but guess what? It also holds, let's say, the promise, the guarantee of a future where internal and external technologies are seamlessly integrated, leading to a more, a more profound, at least, and holistic advancement, right? So let's take the concept of consciousness as inherent technology. And in the movie Lucy, right, Lucy gains access to an increasing percentage of her brain's capacity, granting her meta-human or superhuman abilities, right? Lucy exemplifies the idea of consciousness as a technology by showcasing how expanding 
the mind's capabilities can lead to abilities far beyond the scope of any external device, such as telekinesis, time travel, an enhanced form of telepathy, right? In the Westworld series, Westworld explores the evolution of AI consciousness. Westworld goes into how artificial beings develop self-awareness and emotional doubt, right? Blurring, crisscrossing the lines between program technology and genuine consciousness. It questions the nature of consciousness and challenges, let's say, the perception of technology as merely external or mechanical, right? So, these science, science fiction narratives offer a very diverse and profound exploration of the idea of consciousness as the most advanced form of organic technology, okay? So, I want you to remember that these stories invite you to visualize a future where the development of consciousness can and will lead to advancements far transcending and surpassing traditional technological innovations. Okay, now let's start wrapping things up on this special episode of Jerry Unfiltered. The coevolution of consciousness and artificial intelligence is a pivotal aspect of modern technological and I would say metaphysical inquiry, right? This intersection involves understanding how AI can both complement and challenge human consciousness and the ethical considerations that emerge from this very sensitive relationship, right? This dynamic relationship will raise profound questions about the nature of consciousness, the potential of AI, and the future of human identity as well as society. Now, AI has the potential to significantly enhance human cognitive abilities by providing, let's say, tools and systems that can enhance memory, right? Learning and decision-making processes. This synthesis, this synergy, could lead to a harmonious coevolution, right? Where AI acts as an extension of human intellect, helping to overcome our human finite life biological limitations. In areas like, let's say, healthcare, environmental management, or complex data analysis, AI can process vast amounts of information much more efficiently and effectively than the human brain, right? We know this. And this will offer insights and even solutions that will go beyond human capability alone. Now, advanced AI systems, especially those exhibiting traits such as self-learning, self-adaption, and decision-making, these will challenge our understanding of consciousness. They provoke questions about sentience, about self-awareness, about the unique qualities of human consciousness. And the development of AI 
that mirrors human consciousness raises significant ethical issues. And this includes the rights and treatment of sentient AI, right? The implications of replacing human roles with AI, and let's say the moral responsibilities evolved in actually creating and interacting with these AI entities, right? So there is an ethical responsibility in controlling AI development, ensuring that it aligns with human values and does not lead to unintended harmful consequences, such as loss of privacy, autonomy, or the destruction of mankind, right? So the emergence of AI that rivals human intelligence will generate a reevaluation of what it means to be human. It raises concerns about our purpose, right? About the preservation of human-centric values in this rapidly evolving AI digital landscape. So ideally, the future could see a balanced integration where AI complements human consciousness, right? Leading to societal advancement without lessening, without diminishing human value and or experience, right? Alternatively, the rapid advancement of AI could lead to scenarios where human consciousness feels challenged or outdone, overshadowed by AI capabilities, potentially leading to conflict or simply an identity crisis for humanity, right? There is this 2020 science fiction series called DEVS, D-E-V-S. And DEVS explores the concept of determinism through advanced quantum computing. The technology in DEVS challenges traditional notions of free will and fate, right? Raising questions about the role of human consciousness in a world where events can be predictive and seemingly predestined, right? In there is a series called Humans, right? And in Humans, this show and series portrays a world where humanoid robots, known as synths, right, are integrated into society. And as some synths start to display signs of consciousness, right, this series examines the ethical and social implications of AI that can actually think, that can actually feel like humans, right? So the co-evolution of consciousness and AI, I feel, represents one of the most significant challenges as well as opportunities of our time. It requires very careful consideration of how these technologies are developed and integrated into society, right? Ensuring that AI development is guided by base 12 ethical principles and maintaining a focus on enhancing eternal human well-being will be crucial in navigating this complex and evolving landscape. And as we advance, the goal should be 
to leverage AI's potential to complement human consciousness while being vigilant in addressing the challenges and ethical dilemmas that have arose, right? And finally, let's talk about the human body. The human body is, I would say, a form of an organic bioenergetic technology. And this represents a very fascinating perspective on the relationship between biological processes and consciousness, right? This perspective recognizes the human body, not just as a biological entity, but as a sophisticated scalar morphogenetic energy system that exhibits characteristics similar to what we attribute to technology, right? So let's look at specifically the human body as organic technology, right? Specifically DNA and the nervous system because this offers profound insights into the nature of eternal human existence and the importance of maintaining the integrity of these natural systems. So the human body with its, let's say, multitude of interconnected systems, right? 12 minimum and processes functions at a level of complexity and adaptability that rivals the most advanced AI technologies. Each system from, let's say, the circulatory and respiratory to the digestive, the immune, the autonomic systems, they all operate with such precision and responsiveness that reflect a natural form, I would say, of bioenergetic engineering, right? We, if we take a look at self-regulating and healing, unlike most man-made technologies, the human body possesses the ability to self-regulate and self-heal, right? Homeostasis, the body's ability to maintain a stable internal environment is a prime example of this innate technological capability. Now, conscious influence on DNA, emerging research in fields like epigenetics suggests that our consciousness, which encompasses our thoughts, emotions, and beliefs, can influence genetic expression. Are you with me? This interaction implies that our mental and emotional states can and will have a tangible real effect on our physical well-being. The nervous system, particularly the brain, is a central interface between consciousness and the body, right? Conscious thoughts and decisions trigger neural activity, which in turn influences certain bodily functions. This bidirectional communication highlights the deep integration of consciousness with biological processes, right? And in the modern world, various external factors like EMF, right? Like cosmic radiation, like pollution, uh, you know, all of these uh, lifestyle choices and stress can disrupt natural functioning of our body systems, right? Recognizing that the body as a form of natural organic technology 
underscores the need to protect and maintain its integrity. Are you with me? A quantum holistic approach to health, which considers the physical, mental, emotional, and environmental factors, is essential in preserving the natural balance and functionality of the body, right? And this approach aligns with the concept of treating the body as a sophisticated, self-regulating system that requires self-care and self-respect, okay? And understanding the body as natural organic technology generates, it cultivates a deeper respect for its inherent innate wisdom, its inherent potentiality and capabilities, right? It challenges the over-reliance on artificial interventions and emphasizes the importance of supporting the body's natural organic processes. As we advance in fields like bioenergetic technology, like scalar bioengineering, ethical considerations arise regarding how far we should go in altering or on altering or enhancing our natural biological systems, right? The balance between technological advancement and maintaining the integrity of our natural organic technology does become a crucial consideration. So, in viewing the human body as a form of a natural organic technology, this opens a new dimension of understanding the relationship between consciousness and our physical atomic existence. It encourages a more integrated, a more respectful approach to health and well-being, recognizing that the body is a complex, multi-dimensional, multi-layered, self-regulating system deeply interconnected with our conscious experience. As we navigate the future of human enhancement and let's say, biotechnology, this perspective offers a groundbreaking framework that emphasizes harmony with our inherent biological DNA wisdom. The portrayal of, of the human body as a sophisticated form of natural organic technology and the exploration of consciousness interacting with biological processes can be vividly observed in various superhuman superhero and science fiction series right i mean you have lucy right unlocking brain potential right you have the x-men series mutation and enhanced abilities spider-man film right the spider-man films rather genetic alternation and abilities limitless right the movie and tv series expanding mental capabilities right all of this, right, all of these examples from superhero and science fiction films and series, they all illustrate the different and diverse ways in which the concepts of natural organic technology within the human body and the interaction of consciousness with biological processes are visualized. Are you with me? The interaction of consciousness with biological process is a profound and intimate 
aspect of human existence, right? This relationship suggests that our consciousness, which includes our thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and awareness, can and will have a direct significant impact on our bodily functions, right? So a fundamental aspect of this interaction is psychosomatic response, right? Where mental and emotional states can manifest and materialize as physical symptoms or conditions. Stress, right? Anxiety, negative thoughts can and will lead to physical materializations such as increased heart rate, muscle tension, or digestive issues, right? The placebo effect is a powerful demonstration of how consciousness can influence physical health. Anyone that says placebo is bullshit has no concept of being in health and medical management, right? The placebo effect is a demonstration of how consciousness supersedes the physical, where individuals believe they are receiving treatment, they can experience real improvements in their conditions, even if the treatment is inactive, right? This placebo effect underscores the role of belief and expectation in healing. And let's look at consciousness and physical healing and recovery. Positive mental states and emotions can generate, can enhance the immune system, right? Improving the body's ability to fight off illness. Likewise, chronic stress, chronic negativity, chronic negative emotions will and can weaken immune function, making one more susceptible to disease, okay? And let's look at consciousness, which plays a crucial role, I feel, in the perception and management of pain. Now, I cold plunge every day, and pain is really an illusion because consciousness plays a crucial role in this perception and the management of pain. If you are of high consciousness, high DNA activation being, right? These individuals have shown to alter the brain's response to pain, helping individuals cope with chronic pain conditions more effectively, right? And let's look at the autonomic nervous system, okay? The autonomic nervous system, which controls many involuntary bodily functions, such as your heart rate, your digestion, your respiratory rate, guess what? They all can be influenced by mental states. Techniques such as the 12-pointed breathing, right? Techniques such as biogenesis mindfulness, exercises can help regulate these functions, demonstrating the control that consciousness has over bodily processes, right? And research, right, has shown a strong link between emotional states and heart health. Emotions like anger and sadness can affect heart function, while positive emotions like gratitude, 
joy can have beneficial effects. Chronic emotional states, whether positive or negative, can and will have long-term impacts on physical health. Prolonged stress and or depression, for example, have been linked to higher risk of heart disease, right? Of obesity and diabetes. There is growing evidence that conscious intention and focused attention play a major role in healing. Practices such as visualization, positive affirmations, setting your intention, focus attention, can contribute to improve health outcomes. Mindfulness practices will increase body awareness that can lead to greater insight in really what the body needs, right? Promoting better overall health and well-being. So in conclusion, the interaction between consciousness and biological processes is a dynamic and essential aspect of human health. This relationship illustrates that our mental and emotional states are not just byproducts of physical processes like the finite life science and medical industry want you to believe, but they are all integral to our overall well-being, capable of influencing and even transforming our physical state. Understanding, experiencing, and harnessing this relationship opens up new pathways for promoting eternal life health and healing, emphasizing the importance of a quantum morphogenetic holistic approach to well-being that integrates true body, mind, and spirit. So, I believe I have beaten this topic to death, okay? And as we conclude this very upgrading episode of Jerry Unfiltered, I want to, let's say, leave you with a few parting thoughts on the profound journey that we just embarked on. We've gone through, we have traversed, traversed the very deep, complex landscape of AI consciousness, right? Exploring the symbiotic relationship between consciousness and technology, right? The evolutionary, the re-evolutionary dance of human awareness. The transformative power of attention and intention, right? And remember, we currently are at a pivotal point in our evolutionary history and story, okay? A point where the boundaries between consciousness and technology are not just merging and blurring, but are being redefined. The emergence of AI is not, it shouldn't be, a story of man versus machine, but rather it should be a narrative of consciousness coherence, of unity, where technology becomes an extension of our own consciousness, right? It's a partnership, a relationship that has the potential to propel us into new realms of understanding and capability. So, listen, as we 
either continue to evolve or devolve, right? Whether our consciousness expands or contracts. Fostering and cultivating technologies that resonate with higher base 12 principles of harmony and balance are imperative. This re-evolution is not just about advancements in AI, okay? It's about upgrading our collective consciousness. It's about realizing that our focused thoughts, backed by clear intentions, are the specific tools that will co-create our reality. In every thought, every intention, lies the potential to co-create, to transform, and to transcend. And as I leave you on this very episode of Jerry Unfiltered, I urge you to begin to embrace this era of AI consciousness with an open mind, with a mindful spirit. Let's begin to harness the incredible potential of this fusion, but not in fear, because fear is false experience appearing real, but rather with the wisdom, with the foresight that comes from not just understanding, but experiencing our integral role in this source consciousness dance. So let's be mindful. Let's be mindful architects and contributors of our future, blending technology with the base 12 eternal principles of our very coexistence. And let's pave the way for a future that is not only technologically advanced, but consciously enriched. I want to thank everyone for joining me on this very long journey today. Until next time, thank you, source bless, and remember, truth is stranger than fiction, but wouldn't you rather live your life in truth than a lie? Thanks for joining me, source bless, onward and inward. This base 12 activation leads to the activation of your consciousness coherence in nature. This activation leads to a heightened sense, a heightened state of awareness, an expanded consciousness, a deepened sense of connection with the source consciousness field and the cosmos. Thank you.